0: There are so many things as humans that we don't really understand. There are mystic, magical, faded things, as well as other worldly realms that we just can't comprehend unless it's through the journey of our own soul. I'm your host, Steffi, aka The Spirit Sis. I'm a psychic medium, astrologer, and intuition teacher, and I'm here to take you on an exploration of all things spiritual. I'm going to connect to Source, give you divine downloads, and I want to keep you in the Spirit Loop. So here is the Psychic Scoop. Hey little lovies, welcome back to another episode of Psychic Scoop. I am your host, Steffi. I am a psychic medium, astrologer, and intuition teacher, and I have an amazing guest for you today. I am bringing on Sadie Olson. She is your witch, BFF. That's right. I have a witch on the podcast. I'm like humble bragging because it was such an honor to talk to her. I heard her on another podcast, I want to say like three to four months ago, and I kind of like thought about her a little bit put her in my back pocket and then in the new year spirit kept telling me to reach out and she responded immediately and she said that's crazy cuz my uh, my like manifestation or my intention for the new year is being on podcasts and here you are like you know january 1st like hitting me up so then you know we got to talking before the podcast turns out she's my neighbor in LA that's like a really crazy rare thing we live like maybe 7 8 minutes away from one another that is so wild. So psychic neighbors living in LA talking about witch stuff. This was just such a cool conversation. I can't wait to bring you in on it because a lot of the questions I asked her were actually questions that I asked you guys on Instagram to, you know, like let's invoke this conversation about witch and magic and spells. And we get into all of that really lovely information. And Sadie's just really a positive, like amazing person. And she you know, she quit her job to go after being a full time witch, which I totally stand and respect her for. And the conversation was so magical. That was corny, but you know what I mean? Uh, the conversation was so fun that I didn't even want to wrap it up. And even after we were done recording, like we kept on talking. And since Sadie is so intuitive herself. You know, she's very connected to source and spirit. Actually, um, one of her closest loved ones who have passed away came through to me and was actually kind of interrupting our time the whole session. So the messages that came through for her were like really on point, And it was just crazy. And it was really fun for us to have that little combo afterwards, too. So, anyway, it was a delight all around from beginning to end. Even the parts we didn't record, I just really loved her spirit. And so I'm very excited for you guys to connect with her as much as I did. So let's give a big, warm, witchy welcome to Sadie Olson. Hi, Sadie. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy and excited to have you here. And now that I found out you're my new neighbor, we're going to be like witchy best friends, I guess.
1: Oh my God. I can't (laughs) wait. We're going to go on a walk on the beach later. I have a new bestie. I'm thrilled to be here. (laughs) We go to the same
0: burrito place. I spirits already. (laughs)
1: I love it. Amazing.
0: Well, yeah, I, I told my listeners that a witch was coming on and the flooding of questions was incredible. They're so excited about you. I'm excited to have this combo with you. My whole life, people have called me a witch and Mm -hmm. I don't, as much as I do identify with that, I don't do a lot of like witchcraft or spell work. So I'm just going to like absorb your information. And I'm just so like happy to have this combo because it's really, become like a very popular have you noticed like Mm -hmm. witch talk yes (laughs) all these things but you've been a witch for what your entire life of course but when did you start like when was your intro to witchcraft and when did you start really like identifying as a witch
1: okay so this goes back to being a little girl of course I was obsessed with Harry Potter it all starts there to be honest like my mom taught me to read when I was really little. So in like kindergarten, I was reading Harry Potter books. Kindergarten? <laughs> and, like oh I was little, like, <laughs> and I would read them front to back and start right back over again, like read them over and over and over. And when my 11th birthday came, I was genuinely devastated. I thought for real that my letter would come to get to go to witch school. I didn't know if it'd be Hogwarts, but I thought I was going to be invited to witch school. It was the most devastating year of my life. <laughs> Not to be dramatic. So I definitely, like, played with witchy things, like, throughout my life. But honestly, I didn't really solidify, like, as an adult being comfortable calling myself a witch and, like, fully embracing it until probably, like, three or four years ago. And then when um, I lost my job because of the pandemic, I was, like, I'm all in. Like, I'm going to be a witch and I'm going to create my best witch life. And, like, this is it because I realized what it felt like to like not have to go to a job that was draining me and like was not it was just, it was just simply not me and I was like I'm gonna find a way I'm gonna find a way to like little Sadie wanted to be a witch and I'm gonna be a witch and that's gonna be my life
0: <laughs> it was just like the hit of clarity like I'm gonna be a witch
1: mm-hmm. yeah what were yeah. you
0: doing before that like your job
1: yeah so I worked in retail uh, for about 10 years. So I was just wow. retail management. Um, and then the portal really opened for me because my last retail job, I had worked at a lot of like urban outfitters, American Eagle, UGG, like sort of corporate fine, not for me though. Um, and then I got this job and this was the pull to LA finally, where I live now at a crystal store to like be the office manager at a crystal and fine jewelry shop. And that's when it sort of reawakened in me. I was like, Oh my god! Like the power of these crystals is so fucking real, <laughs> yeah. and so I started to see magic in my life in really real ways, and uh, so that was the ultimate portal. And then when, of course, all the retail stores got shut down, and I was on my own, and I and I started digging deeper into the manifestation and all of these things, and it sort of clicked together where it was like, oh, like manifestation and my spiritual journey and witchcraft, that's all kind of one in the same for me. So I can bring that together and I can teach others about, you know, I can be a manifestation coach and a witch and, you know, just simply be me, like by being my full authentic self, like that's the biggest gift to the world. And that's what I believe about everyone. Um, and I think if we all want to claim that title, we are all absolutely witches.
0: Hell yes, I love that. <laughs> yeah. And you followed you followed your intuition but not Mm -hmm. even, it's like it was your purpose. It was your path all Mm -hmm. along. Mm -hmm. Even the Harry Potter like ignited this thing inside you that you were super excited about. And that's what you need to follow. Like follow your pings, follow your excitement in life. Like we're here to have a human experience and to do the things that we love.
1: Exactly. Especially
0: for you. Did you know in human design, you're a generator?
1: So I barely know anything about human design. Oh my gosh.
0: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this could be like a seven hour conversation. But yeah, I looked up your human design. You're a, um, you're one three emotional generator. So you actually are here to do things that light you up and if it's not a fuck. Yes. It's a hell no. Right.
1: That is one of, yeah. Like my motto is sort of like, fuck it. Like if I want to do something, even if it's scary, I've, I used to be so scared and like so tight and closed and like, well, what if it doesn't work out? What if someone thinks I'm dumb or, or judges me or whatever? And now I'm just like, fuck it. <laughs> Who cares? What's the worst that's going to happen? Like,
0: seriously, I stumble
1: upon something I really love, like, or I find out I don't want that thing. Like, fuck it.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Write that on my coffin. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because ser- or write that, like engrave that into my forehead. That's seriously such a good, um, my friend's they always say the fuck it train, like we're gonna jump on the fuck it train. Yes, but it's true. You have to embody that. So that's really cool. So the mindset probably paired with rituals, and we'll talk about everything you do mm-hmm. to be a witch. But it kind of has to start with your brain has to be on board before your body gets on board, right? I
1: think so. Or it could be, yeah. pos-
0: or it could be opposite. I don't know.
1: <laughs> it's about aligning it, right? Like I think it's like coming into alignment for sure, regardless of where you're starting. Mm, I love that.
0: So I guess you got introed by Harry Potter love that <laughs> love that <laughs> <laughs> what do you I'm gonna ask ask because someone asked this too. Um, what do you think about media's and like society's interpretation of witches? Because, you know, I think my first intro to witches was Wizard of Oz, which I think is pretty like, mm. you know, like standard. I always grew up, my mom would always be like din, 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 whenever like <laughs> I would be running late for work or, or school or something, like the wicked witch. Um mm-hmm. and then, you know, I was like the craft. Did you grow up with those like 90s movies yep. too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like then the craft, mm-hmm. like light as a feather, stiff as a board like I include that in some of my coursework I I don't know I really identified those movies and witches how they made it cool but what do you think about like society and media's interpretation of witches or, or spells or
1: magic there's you know it's across the board right like sometimes it's like witches are evil and selfish and doing and hexing people and whatever and sometimes it's like really like playful and positive like um, you know, charmed, they're like saving the world and practical magic. There's like this like sisterhood. Like, so it's across the board, but I've always just been enthralled by all of it, to be honest. Like, I, it did, it, it's never bothered me if someone <laughs> thinks that, like, I say I'm a witch and they think that I'm wicked. <laughs> I, I'm so here for, especially this re, this like surge right now of everyone embracing, like, oh, in real life, like, I can be a witch. It's not just these, like, fantastical things on TV. Um, But I've never really, like, been triggered by any sort of negative connotation attached to witches because I feel like magic is just like any other tool. A knife can be used to hurt someone and a knife can be used to slice your bread, like magic is the same thing. <laughs> so I'm a good person doing great things with my magic. And you know, so are you and, and so are all of your listeners here that want to like dip their toes into the magical waters. It's all about how you use it.
0: Yeah, that's so true. Because I don't think of myself as being a psychic of being like malicious or mm-hmm. when I'm connecting to the other side or people of past. like I'm not doing that. My integrity is still there. But I know there's a lot of like people in the world that want to like you know, prey on vulnerable people mm-hmm. or whatever. Witches are not bad. <laughs> it depends on who, what you're doing, and how you're holding the knife, as you said. Wow, that's crazy. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But what is being a witch to you? Like, what does what does that mean? I guess how do you become one?
1: So I think really simply, like witchcraft is just bringing magic into the mundane some simple examples of ways I bring magic into my every day is like when I make my morning tea, like I add cinnamon for abundance and I start clockwise three times to bring in intentions for the day. When I make my bedtime tea, I, I start counterclockwise to release things that I want to release for my day and sort of speak intentions in that. Um, you know, think about like when you clean your house, when your house gets all cluttered and dusty and you just don't feel good. And think about how good it feels when you dust and vacuum and clean that's magic right there. That's because you're not only clearing the physical out, but you're clear energetically clearing that space. So when I am sweeping, I'm have this intention in my mind and I'm speaking it of just like, oh, I'm sweeping all stuck, stagnant, low vibrational energy out of my home. I, you know, and then I'm I'm welcoming in high vibrational energy. Like there's so many ways to just it's really about intention. It's very simply. It's just putting deeper intention into the everyday. Uh, bits of your of your life does that answer the question <laughs> yeah,
0: totally and now I'm like thinking about all the things I would always say like I don't do spells or but I am an intentional person I mean when I put mm-hmm. out moon water and then bathe myself in it I'm like that's totally yeah. like magic in a way yeah. so that's good for people who might feel like I I can't can't do that or I don't have power to do that you just said mm-hmm. as you're doing your tea and you're stirring and you're thinking about how it's going to nourish your body and thinking about like the magic and the properties of even if it's like chamomile, it's like this is calming or if it's mm-hmm. like ginger, this is like healing to my system, whatever. So you are just making a point to like acknowledge and give respect to whatever you're either putting in your body or whatever you're doing with your body. Is that kind exactly. Of oh. Yeah. And it
1: really, ever since I started you know, practicing as a witch, it's just helped me ground in the present moment so much, which then if you want to move into like, you know, manifesting with intention and creating your dream life, well, it's really important to be present. So witchcraft is a way to sort of bring intention and presence into my life, because it's hard to be uh, worrying about what's coming next week, Tuesday, if while you're clearing your space, you're sort of I mean, almost in a way like praying and bringing intention into what you're doing in that very moment, right? Like it, it really has helped ease um, chronic anxiety that I used to have. Um, And whenever I get stressed, I'm like, okay, like just, just clean your altar, like light a candle and meditate with the flame. Like it's, it's just such a simple way to really like bring yourself back into your body and into the present moment.
0: Do you have like certain intentions you have to do every day or certain like spells that you like to do? It's like a ritual of yours or do you kind of like to intuitively see what you're feeling that day?
1: Yeah, I, so I like... I'll go through bouts and phases of like where I'm like working spells a lot and then I won't do a spell for months at a time and I call that my lazy witch (laughs) time where I'm still bringing intention into the small parts of my day but I'm not sitting down to like work a magic spell. So I meditate regularly. I meditate every day and um, I like to just sort of state and ask Archangel Michael for protection. So that's one sort of like it's kind of funny to say witchy and archangel Michael in the same thing. I grew up with a Catholic background, so it's kind of a funny. So I love it. I love it sentence for me. But that's um, so I kind of like ground and ask for protection every day when I meditate. Um, and like I said, like I, my my morning tea and my bedtime tea are like basically little mini spells. And then I think beyond that, it's pretty intuitive. Sometimes I do like new moon and full moon spells, but I don't do them every new moon and full moon because that's a lot of like intention setting and releasing like every two weeks Mm -hmm. so it's like when i feel called to i love working with the moon but it's not like a big grand spell every time um but uh, most of it i would say is intuitive to the to the moment to how i'm feeling or if i have something big coming up um, you know and i want to do a spell to sort of encourage the energy around that um yeah
0: You're just reframing this so much for me, uh, witchcraft and spells at work in general. Because when I think of a spell, I think of like, oh man, this is going to take a lot of work, a lot of time. And when you're just talking about stirring your tea, I mean, that is something that is so sacred to me. I love tea. But Mm -hmm. I mean, I I love that you're saying like, it's my morning and my night. And that's how I start and end the day. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I mean, to be honest, like, I actually was looking up spells like, like drastically, I think right before the holiday, I like had this um, feeling that my house was like unsafe or that, There was, like, Mm -hmm. someone wanting to intrude in the house, even though it was fine. But I was getting a little intuitive hit. And um, there were a lot of, like, burglaries in L.A. and whatever. But I was, like, searching frantically on my phone, like, spell to protect house and spell to do this. And I got so overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. So when – do you find that people, like, come to you when they're looking for a specific spell or they want you to help with, like, one thing? And, like, what do you say to that? Like, do you believe in, like, a specific spell or do you believe in, like, doing small spells?
1: Yeah, there's definitely ways to do specific spells. I would say m- my practice, I keep it super simple. And I actually have a course that um is called Basic Witch 101. Love it. And it's sort of just a rundown of the very basics because I don't want to tell somebody exactly how to practice because it's so unique, it's so different for everybody, but it's just sort of the basics of like these are all the ways you could involve witchcraft in your life and and, and try them out and, and make it your practice your own. Generally like I do a candle spell or a spell jar and like so simple like you probably have a lot of ingredients in your kitchen already. I love to practice with my intuition. Now I, I've been practicing for a while so I know what stuff is but before I knew what like different herbs would mean to me, I would just go my kitchen and be like, what do I feel like pulling down right now to, you know, wrap a candle in, sprinkle on the altar to like light a candle for. And then it's pretty incredible. And it's similar to like when you go crystal shopping and you don't know what you're choosing and you look up the meaning later and then you're like, holy shit, this is exactly what I needed right now. So let's say a listener wants to do their first candle spell, get a candle, get a cleansing agent like incense get or, or, or salt you can let it sit in salt for a little bit go in your cupboard and just see what you feel drawn to and and sprinkle that candle in those herbs light the candle always fire at your own risk i always have to say that that's my joke in my community i always say at your own risk um but then look up after what those herbs mean that you chose and you will be blown away by how relevant it is in your life right now it's really incredible
0: Wow, I love that because I felt like I needed to follow a recipe and mm-hmm. <laughs> all of us are intuitive beings and I when you said the crystal I was like that's exactly what I was thinking cuz I every single crystal I've always picked from oh I really need this in my life and the elemental properties don't Really make sense till later. Mm-hmm. But that's cool. But Do you follow like certain recipes at times? Or do you just only like make your own spells and d- depending on like how you're feeling or, or your knowledge and your expertise?
1: Yeah, I have so many books with so many spells. Uh, I've never really gone through and done them exactly step by step. I'm a very like, make it my own kind of kind of girl. But I love to draw inspiration so to maybe I want to do more than just like sprinkle my candle and herbs and light it well what's a way I could go a little deeper with a candle spell so I definitely pull inspiration from like my books Pinterest is a great resource you can look up like witchcraft you know abundance spell witchcraft love spell whatever you're looking for and there will be tons of resources there but I would I would invite you to sort of like read a few different spells and then get inspiration and make it your own because I think it's most powerful when we really simply make it our own because even if you don't think that you're fully tapped into your intuition you really are so just like allow it to happen for you and it seems like
0: fun experimenting
1: it is it's a game like it's playful it's fun it's not so serious you're not gonna mess it up people get nervous i don't mess with like hexing i don't mess with um the only love spells I do are self love spells, and 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 that's one of my favorite spells is just the intention. The more I love myself, the more fill in the blank. So if you're trying to attract a lover, like the more I love myself, the the more um, my perfect love is is a, it's easier for them to find me or whatever you want the intention to be. But yeah, it's it's fun. Like <laughs> I think people get freaked out, but it's 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 when you're simply working and playing with all positive intentions and energy this or something better will manifest. Like, I promise you.
0: Wow. Your mindset is so inspiring. (laughs) (laughs) And I really like
1: that about the love spells because I think that's like very
0: cliche. It's like, I want to attract a partner. So I'm going to do a a two candle spell or this or that or a binding Mm -hmm. spell or the voodoo doll. Like that's when you think of like media or what you've seen. It's like people like, with their, like, black eyes, like, you know, binding a voodoo doll, when it's as simple as you're saying, like, oh, it's just self-love, like, I bring love back to me, and yeah, so awesome.
1: Get clear about your intentions, and this is the same for manifesting, but witchcraft and manifestation, they're one in the same, more or less, and um, so it's, like, get specific, but don't box yourself in, because you always want to allow the universe to bring you what's best for you, you know, we, we can't possibly conceive what's out there for us what's waiting for us when we allow it to happen so saying always like I always every spell this or something better this or something better because I know that I don't know best I'm co-creating with the universe
0: and I think I got when I was like spazzing out about my house and all this stuff like around the holidays I ended up just going outside and sprinkling salt around my perimeter Mm -hmm. and then sending I just sent like an intention and you know like put it in white light and we got a security system of course like we we took care of everything but at the end of mm-hmm. the day I felt protected just from the intention like you said and manifesting that my house was good and obviously it's still good so that yeah. is again I think it's just a little bit of reframe for everybody that we can do this if we are like you said intentional I love when you said that mm-hmm. manifestation and magic are one and the same really good yeah. way to think about it
1: because you know when we talk about manifesting in like the spiritual community, we're talking about intentional manifestation, but manifestation is just bringing something into physical reality, right? Like everything in both of our rooms right now are are manifestations. It's just bringing something from like the 1D to the 2D to the 3D. That's a manifestation. So with magic, you're just, it's like, I like to think of it as like supercharging my manifestation goals. Like this is a way to sort of, charge the energy around me change my vibration and let that ripple out and sort of like speed it along if that's what's meant to be of course i'm always trusting in divine timing but i like to think of it as a way to sort of like nudge those quantum leaps towards the direction that's meant for me. That's for my highest good. Look, you're you are so
0: positive. And I know you're a Sagittarius rising. <laughs> <laughs> I know your chart we're going to go over it in a bit. But I, I, your outlook on life and and I've, I've no, from your chart, I feel like you have gone through some trauma as well, because yes. there's some <laughs> stuff you have to go through to get to the other side and transcend. But mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're feeling like depressed or down, do you find it harder to get to spell work? Or is that more of a reason to 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 do more manifestation or or witchcraft?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I've definitely um, struggled a lot with anxiety and depression. And I would say that's not really the time for spell work unless it's it's just centered on yourself. So maybe that's a good time for a self-love spell. I also think when you're in sort of one of those down episodes, it can be hard to get yourself to do anything. And my go-to would probably be journaling and just letting it all out. Like, it feels weird to (laughs) write down all of the scary, intrusive, bad, negative thoughts in your brain. But it's actually better to just allow them their space. And then you can, like, you can burn that sheet of paper or those sheets of paper after you, like, let all that stuff out. Um, Even like the few days leading up to the new year, I had like about four days where I was feeling super anxious. And for me, I now identify that as usually it's before a big breakthrough and sort of a level up. (laughs) We usually feel really, really gnarly resistance and like a lot of doubt. Like I was like, what am I even doing? Should I bring my business into the new year? And it was like, of course, this is the thing that's made me most happy in my life. I'm making a beautiful impact. But I had this like ego trip and I was so anxious. And for about three days in a row, I let myself just journal for about 30 minutes each day, just letting it rip, just letting it all out. And by the third day I had the breakthrough and like the the, the sun shone through the clouds and I felt better again. So it's just like, it's a part of life. And even though I'm sitting here and I'm so positive and I, I do have a really great positive outlook on life, but it is because of a lot of really dark things that I've gone through and that I still continue to grieve to this day, but you have to just allow them their time and space because it's it's, it's part of being human, right? So journaling, meditating, I don't really do spell work. I mean, I love, you know, I have a lot of fire in my chart. I just love fire. Like I, you should see my house. I have burn marks everywhere because I am just not responsible. I'm working on it. It's my new year intention.
0: Is it? Oh my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs>
1: My boyfriend has had enough of me burning every piece of furniture because you just need to be careful, but I don't want to scare you. I'm just wild with it.
0: My boyfriend's really weird about fire too. Is that like a dude thing? They're like, you're (laughs) going to burn the house down. It's like, dude, it's a candle. It's like no big deal.
1: I just like when you, this is a disclaimer, when you sprinkle herbs on your candle just a little bit, because if you put a lot, sometimes they start on fire and then the candle bottom will get hot and burn your... (laughs)
0: Oh my gosh,
1: that's your that's your witch tip of the day. Um, (laughs) Safety tip. Um, But I love like fire is so calming to me. Maybe water is calming to you. Maybe, you know, something else. Earth standing barefoot on the ground, but find your thing. But just like, accept it. Because the more I felt guilty about the days that I felt bad, or like, I felt guilty that I wanted to stay in bed all day, or felt guilty that I would just wanted to be on the couch watching trash tv all day the more I had those days and when I was like it's totally fine to have a day like this it's totally fine for me to not feel good today I accept that the days happen a lot less
0: yeah I think that's really important
1: yeah I think it's uh, like for self-forgiveness work has been really powerful for that allowing for sure yeah I think
0: it's also like societal pressure and like conditioning because we have been in this society that's saying, oh, we have to keep working and going and hustling, especially mm-hmm. with the pandemic. It's like you lost your job and you're like, how am I supposed to make money? Like we have yeah. to survive and live. But um, yeah, the more I same, like if I'm in a rut and I have been in a rut too or depressed and anxious – And I let myself like feel those things and journal, like you said, through those things and talk about it and and go to therapy and work on myself. It's like, Mm -hmm. it feels better because I'm letting myself, I'm not feeling bad for feeling bad.
1: Yep. And you can kind of like get it over with for like the next window of of good juicy time. And then it comes again, but it's like, I'd rather feel really bad for a few days (laughs) and soak in it and get it done than just feel like mediocre most of the time, you know, like I want to i want I don't mind being on the the, the polarity and like sw- swinging once in a while. yeah, and the more I let myself just just yeah, just soak in those bad days and like allow them, the the better the good days are. so
0: totally, yes, yes, yes. and you have emotional authority in your human design. so that's important too. like you hmm. you have highs and lows, like you said, polarities that are really important. Oh. so you're super sensitive as a human being. So it's important for you to like feel the waves of your emotions.
1: I I definitely do that now I used to push them down and bury them and then I just felt blah all the time so now now I yeah I allow the feelings to happen that's really interesting I didn't know that
0: yeah I want to talk to you briefly about something I'm really passionate about, which is awakening your intuition. And that's why I created a seven-day online course that reconnects you back to your highest self. And all of the information in it is channeled directly from spirit. The best thing about it is you can do the course on your own time and your own schedule. It's seven days of in-depth intuition lessons. You find out what kind of psychic you are. You break through subconscious obstacles and clear away what doesn't serve you. There's a really powerful third eye act That will wake up your channeling. And this course is truly for anyone who is ready to up level, enlighten, and commit to their life. When your intuition is strong, you make amazing everyday decisions that really help you get aligned back to your purpose, back to your soul. If you want to hear more about it, head over to my website, spiritsist.com/slash courses. You can read student testimonials and also take a really fun how intuitive are you quiz. It's time to see the magic in your own life. Someone asked, is magic? free or do you have to like pay it back yeah. to the universe <laughs> I thought that was funny I was like oh I didn't even think about there was an exchange like there's always an energy exchange no matter what you do in life but right. you I think magic is free
1: <laughs> okay I love this question because I like talking about the science of magic oh okay
0: yes please <laughs> unload
1: so okay it's Yeah, I wouldn't, I don't know if I would say, like, free or not free. Like, I don't think you have to necessarily pay for it. But if we, if we come back, and this is, this is why I'm, like, manifestation of magic. You can kind of explain in the same way why it works. Um, Is that if you break down to the smallest piece of matter, we have the atom, right? And the atom is what makes up all things. The atom is, like... A, I think like a nucleus, electron, and protons. It's this little thing. And the atom, so our building block, you and I are made up completely of atoms, the chairs we're sitting in, atoms. The Every single atom is 99.9% space. So if we were to take all the space out of our atoms, this is so crazy, the entire human population would fit into a sugar cube. What? That's how much space we are. Wow. But what gives us our solidity is the vibration that we're vibrating on right and vibration is also super connected to our emotions that's a pretty like simple way to understand by like low vibration we're feeling low high vibration we're feeling high love joyful inspiration so when we're manifesting or when we're using magic we're playing with those vibrations that's why we talk about like being high vibe, raising our vibration. As a psychic, you know, you raise your vibration to be able to communicate with spirit who has a, as at a higher vibration than humans. So magic, we're trying to, we're doing spells, rituals, intentions, same with manifestation. We're aligning our vibration with what we desire, that vibration of what we desire. So it's really about raising your vibration. So when I do a spell and I set an intention, that intention has a specific vibration, and I'm aligning my my physical self with that vibration through the spell. And also, I like to view it as this like rippling out this energy that's flowing out from my center out into the universe to call in what I desire. To it's the law of attraction. It's bringing putting that vibration here so I can attract what I desire. So I don't think that I don't think that uh, I. That question brings me back to the books. I always forget, it's it's either Aragorn or Aragon. One of them's the character in Lord of the Rings, and one of them's the Dragon Book. I love the Dragon Book. And in that, I thought, wow, magic's really cool there. But he has to, you know, draw from like plants, energy, and different things to use his magic. I don't think that's how, if that kind of magic existed, like instantaneous, (laughs) sure, it might work like that. But for me, I'm just shifting vibrations. I'm not creating nor destroying energy. I'm just changing the vibration of the energy around me to align myself with the opportunities I desire, with the things I desire, with the the people I desire to have in my life. I've been for a long time setting an intention to make more friends in LA. I don't have a lot of friends here. Well, somehow I manifested meeting Steffi today, who happens to live close to me.
0: That's so, so crazy!
1: By setting those intentions and working that magic, somehow we cross paths, even though we don't have friends in common.
0: That was incredible way of describing it, and I've never heard about the <laughs> atoms and energy. I mean, like, listen, I'm I'm an intuitive person. I'm a creative person. When math and science, like. No, not for me. yeah, <laughs> but but when it's something I'm excited about and then you're you're talking about like law of attraction and manifestation and and atoms and energy, and I like that you said, I'm not like creating or destroying energy. I'm like mm-hmm. shifting shifting and moving. and that is like so valid because um, <laughs> I think again, it's like media or society. When you think about spell work, you think like someone's gonna die or like sacrificing if you like want the love of your life, you have to sacrifice something and, and pay for right. something else. So it's funny that, that a listener asked that question, but also in general, that 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 is like a misconception that we've had like growing up.
1: Mm-hmm. At least that's the way that I work magic. I you know, there might be other <laughs> forms of spell work that maybe it does work more like that. It's just not not what I practice, so I'm, I'm speaking to my experience in my practice. Um, but as far as like my community of witches, that's that's what we that's what we do.
0: <laughs> no, that's incredible. I mean, I, I was going to ask like how long you've been practicing spells, but basically you've been talking about like witchcraft and spells are kind of like coincide, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah. I you know it started out just very simply like lighting a candle every time I meditated because I had a hard time settling into meditation. So I felt like it was sort of a signal of like, this is beginning now. And I would stare at the flame for a little bit, and then I would close my eyes when I was ready. And then I think I took a course, and we did um, an intention-setting ritual at the beginning of the course where we lit a candle. And I was like, oh, this is kind of what I do for meditation already. And then they didn't even call that a spell. It was not a witchy course. It was a manifestation course. And then that sort of made me go, Oh, witchcraft and manifestation and all of these things—they're all—they're the, all the same. I can bring this all together because I had started playing around with building a business around being a manifestation coach, but I was sort of reading my witchy books and figuring out what that meant in my life. Still, and then when I brought them together, it all clicked for me. Like, oh, this is this is my thing. This is what I teach is like um, bringing magic into manifestation and making it that much. I think it simplifies it in a way because for me i i like having something to do with my hands that solidifies for my mind and my body that this is happening for me and it it really just pushed my ability to manifest to the next level i found like it it is i I always say like even if manifestation isn't real even if magic isn't real and it's just the sheer power of our minds and that's it like maybe the universe isn't co-creating with me maybe I'm making up that I'm communicating with my spirit guides, but it's all helping me. And ever since I've been doing it, my life has changed in crazy, unexplainable, magical, profound ways. So even if I'm making it all up, who gives a shit? I'm having a great time and shit is happening. Shit is popping off for me. that's
0: what I say I'm like I don't care if you think I'm communicating with dead people because like I don't have nothing to prove to people yeah yeah exactly it's so true like let your freak flag fly because yes. you believe in it and it's happening because I mean it because it is <laughs>
1: like,
0: yeah but yeah I, I think that is like a great way to look at magic and manifestation and you like even the, during this whole conversation you've really shifted my perspective on magic and witchcraft
1: I love that
0: bringing something that I think was so complex into like Mm. more simpler terms for me to understand. But also in general too, like, I love that you're making like a pragmatic way to manifest because then your body's on board with the manifestation because, you know, a lot of times we want to wish, we make a wish or on our birthday, we, Mm -hmm. okay, I wish for this. And then it's like, it didn't freaking come because we weren't like doing the intention with it.
1: You know, you have to follow through just like with manifestation. Like, if you work a magic spell and then that's it, yeah, maybe you'll get somewhere with that. But it's more about working the spell to align yourself with that vibration. And then the inspired nudges start coming, and you have to still take action, right? It's not about, Lighting the candle, making the spell jar, just sitting back and waiting for it to manifest. Like you, you still need to get out there and take your action and do your do your shit that you need to do to make it happen. But it goes so much more smoothly because it's really, and I know you do a lot of intuition work. It's it's really about like letting the universe know what you want, rippling that vibration out there, and then you're gonna get those downloads, and you're just gonna know where to be when when to do it it really just makes things so fucking easy and fall into place. And it's pretty unbelievable the the ways I've ended up in the right place at the right time where I'm like, it is less likely that this is a coincidence mathematically than than that was this. This was my magic spell. (laughs) So it's pretty amazing. But yeah, you still have to do your part for sure. So remember that when you're starting your magic as well is like there's still follow through to do. There's still inspired action to take if you want those intentions to manifest. You got to go out there and, and get them.
0: Will you share like one like one of your favorites or however many you want of something you've either manifested or put, did a spell on that came through for you like almost instantly or something that you really loved that came through?
1: Yeah, I have a really fun um, story. When I first started practicing uh, witchcraft, you know, for like I say for real, because I was like really sitting down and doing the spells, even though I'd always kind of dabbled in it. And it was the first time that I was crafting my own self-love spell. And my intention was, the more I love myself, the more love I attract. Very simple, open to interpretation. I just knew that um, I was in a place where I had been feeling a little anxious and down for a while, and I really needed to tap into me and, and loving myself. Well, my boyfriend, who is not a romantic, he's incredible, but he's not the guy that surprises me with flowers or, or, you know, writes love letters to me or, or things like that. Um, so I was working the spell and Fridays are Fridays ruled by Venus. So it's a great day if you're working love magic. So it was Friday night. He was um, gone doing a show. He's a comedian. And so I was working my little self love spell, got a few candles out, got rose water and rose petals and I was meditating and he comes home and he's holding a giant bouquet of yellow roses. This man has never bought me roses before. This is like two years into our oh relationship. Gosh, yes, He's got this giant bouquet of yellow roses and like a bunch of like my favorite like junk food snacks that I never keep in the house. Because, you know, I'll just like eat them all at once. And he's got like my favorite chips and candy bar. And I was just like, and the, can- the candles hadn't even burned out yet. And I was just floored. I was like, why did you why did you do that (laughs) it wasn't our anniversary it wasn't a birthday and he was like I don't know I just I just felt I I just felt like I wanted to all of a sudden
0: freaking (laughs) love that
1: and the and the crazy thing is is that I had never shared with him but my dad uh so my my mom has has passed away but my dad used to always get my mom yellow roses because that was her favorite flower yellow roses and he did not know this and of all of the bouquets he could have found he he got me a giant bouquet of yellow roses. So it was like, my mom was like, Oh, you're working a love spell. I got this. Yes. <laughs> it was so bizarre. I was like, and it wasn't, you know, the beginning of working spell. So I was like, Oh, I believe I'm a believer. Like it was just so instant.
0: <laughs> wow. That is the bet. Ladies take note. <laughs> yep. But again, I liked that your intention was I'm bringing this love to me. It was a self love spell, like you'd said earlier. So yeah, you really like had raised your vibration and in, in that way, and it attracted him to and your mom to come on in. Yeah. And, like it was just a co creation <laughs> with every party involved.
1: It was really cool, and I I have so many examples. Um, I'll share one more that was pretty. Yes, cool. please. So. This wasn't actually, Well, I think I had done a spell jar to draw in opportunities for our pretty new podcast to grow. You know, when you start a podcast, you're excited to get it going. You're like, I know this is great, but how do I grow my audience? So I was like, I did a spell jar to keep on my desk. And the intention was, you know, to bring unexpected opportunities my way to get intuitive downloads to lead me there. And I had this intuitive nudge. And i I looked at my podcast partner and i said i know this is a weird way to market a podcast but we need to get a booth at the rose bowl flea market and just do readings like for like free if they share us on their instagram story or like a low cost it's not i was like we're not going to make money there we'll we'll break even but there's going to be something there for us that's going to be a huge opportunity i i have no way to explain that and god bless her she's just like okay great (laughs) (laughs) she trusts me um so we go there we do our we set up our booth we you know we probably spent like I don't know, like 200 bucks getting paying for the booth spot and the setup and all that stuff We got a big banner and we're doing readings all day and we I think we made it like a hundred bucks each profit at the end of it so that was cool but the booth next to us we just so happened to be next to this a woman named Samara who is it was she was had a booth for her like side business. But her day job was booking events for these gigantic conventions. And she was like, Oh, my gosh, you girls would be perfect to work our it's the it's the largest women's fashion trade show in the country. Do you want to come do because we do duo readings together with Mm -hmm. our cards. And we were like, Holy shit. Yeah. So we went to Las Vegas and worked a week in there and then we ended up doing another weekend with the same event in New York city at the Javits center in Manhattan, like huge, huge convention centers got paid a lot of money for that and met tons of people and grew our audience. And it was just bizarre because the initial nudge didn't make a lot of sense. I was like, I don't know. I know it's weird, but we got to go to this flea market. We did it. Met her. Rest is history. It was pretty crazy.
0: (laughs) So happy, listened to intuition and didn't and just trusted. And and your and your partner was like, "Duh, I'm down." Like it's also good to have friends that are just down for that.
1: Yes, Uh, Julia is a blessing because she's we we both do it. We're both you know have random ideas and we both have the fuck it mentality. Yeah, (laughs) like Rose Bowl, fuck it, let's give it a try. What's the worst that can happen? We meet some people and spend the day, you know, doing readings, which we love and you know, whatever, but a lot more than that happened. It was pretty crazy. That
0: is such a cool, <laughs> both those stories are so fun and amazing. And you just followed your intuition of what you needed in that moment and yep. the universe provided like it always does, but how cool. It always does It So is there like an ingredient or element that you love working with at home or something you like, what's your go-to? I mean, you said tea, but is there like an ingredient
1: um mm. so in terms of like an element fire is my favorite like i said i love candle spells because i love lighting fire my like the first my go-to spell and the simplest is bay leaves so bay leaves you can buy in the in your grocery store uh, but bay leaves are great manifestation spells and this is my go-to like at the new moon if i'm doing a new moon spell it's so simple you can take the bay leaf if you if if this is a little bit more if you're a little bit deeper into witchcraft but you can create a sigil to write on the bay leaf or you can just simply write a word or key phrase of your intention and bay leaves are known as like the wish leaf like you write your wish on it and you burn it i think that it comes from actually a number of cultures i, I can't remember exactly um but I have Irish and, and Swedish and Swiss background. And one of them does this as like a as like a it's like an old folklore thing. But the bay leaf, you just write it and you and you burn the bay leaf and that's it. That's the spell. The, but the bay leaf, the vibration of a bay leaf is aligned with quickening manifestations. So I use bay leaves a lot. Um, almost every spell I use uh, rose petals. I have crushed rose petals um, because I just I'm like like the love frequency the highest frequency every spell can use a high vibrational yeah, why not? <laughs> love um, I love lavender rosemary is great um, as sort of like it's sort of like a clear quartz crystal like if you, you want to work with like any chakra you can grab your clear quartz if you don't have like a certain color rosemary is great uh, a white candle is great if you don't have like a certain color to associate with a certain meaning so rosemary is great just to like it sort of adapts to what you need so if you have like one thing you work spells with like rosemary is a great one those are my main ones and i love i just use chai tea for any abundance work because a number of ingredients in chai is mm-hmm. um, abundance vibration. So another easy thing is to like, look at your, if you have a lot of tea, <laughs> I do. you can use cut the tea bags open and sprinkle them on candles or literally drinking the tea, of course, aligns you with the vibration. But yeah, it's so easy. Like I guarantee you have stuff, all of you in your house listening that you could create a magic spell with right now. Yes.
0: You've inspired me like greatly. I'm going to run. Do you just dry, dry bay leaves? Like the the big leaves that you buy in the- okay. Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're dried and they're in the big thing. And then I like to hold them with like a tweezers and lock them so they can burn all the way through. Be careful if you're holding them with your fingers because they can burn up fast. So great <laughs> best to have like. You a-
0: could do a course just strictly on like which like like safety. I need to do it. Can you please? First. Oh my god cuz I would like totally <laughs> take that.
1: I do. In my basic witch one one and I'll I'll make a discount code for your listeners oh, for would be interested. awesome. It's a it's a low cost offering to begin with and it's really fun it just to sort of guide you and like I could try this, I could try that, but I definitely do like if, as I'm talking I'm like, "Oh, but but also be careful when you do that. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh. Oh, you gave so many things that people probably have in their house right now, which is like you said earlier, which is so cool. And bay leaves have always been like super special because I always thought about how you put them and it's literally almost like a cauldron when you're like making a stew and they sit mm-hmm. in there and then you don't necessarily eat them.
1: Yeah. And yeah.
0: I've never really thought about it that way. Um, I just remember my like super toxic dad would always like bite on a bay leaf and be like, I hate them. Why are you putting them in there? And I was like, no, these are special. <laughs>
1: Just like if someone doesn't like when you're like smoke cleansing the house and you're like, well, maybe you're the problem.
0: (laughs) I see. Exactly. I'm having a lot of like revelations in the moment. Okay, cool. Can I talk about your birth chart for a second? Yes. Because it is so beyond special. I whenever I have a guest on, I always like to like look into their chart and then give a little bit of like a blurb to the listeners because it's so important to know our purpose. So for me, and I've talked about this on my podcast before, I think Capricorns are the OG witches and Virgos are very like OG witches. Mm. So you are a Virgo sun with a with a Sagittarius rising, but you have a Capricorn stelium in your chart. Oh, Helium is three or more planets in like one sign. Yours are all in the first house. And you also have your dark moon Lilith in Capricorn, which means like, screw the rules. I'm doing my own thing. So Capricorn energy is like very respectful to earth and to the Mm. elements. It's like very like Pocahontas energy. Like I'm going out into the world. I'm going to ground myself into the earth. I'm going to hug the trees. I'm going to respect, Mm -hmm. right? So you have all these really like cool elements in Capricorn or sorry, planets in Capricorn that just solidify to me that like you're really, really good at respecting Mm. properties and things that come from the ground. That makes
1: sense.
0: And as a Virgo, you can be like somewhat anal with rituals, which is, (laughs) Virgos love to connect to other people, but Virgos also like to like do things in their own way and have a routine. Mm -hmm. Very important Mm -hmm. for you. Another crazy thing, if I'm thinking about witches, I think about Scorpio energy Mm -hmm. And you, do, you only have one planet in Scorpio, but you have an eighth house stellium. You have your sun, your Jupiter, your Venus, and your Mercury sitting together in the eighth house, which is ruled by Scorpio, but it's all in Leo. So you got a lot of fire mm. energy, like you mm. said. So basically like a huge, huge part of your life is transcendence through trauma or pain mm. and leaning into death in a way. So when you said you lost your mom- that actually is pretty significant for people who have these placements, they lose a loved one early in life or, um, you know, at adolescence, like 24, 25, like that was exactly
1: when it happened uh, two days before my 20, two days before my 25th birthday.
0: Yeah. Okay. I had a feeling it was 25 from looking at your chart. Really interesting. But what's really interesting about your eighth house, Stelium, is your Jupiter is trying your ascendant, trine your moon. So you have a fire grand trine. So that's a rare thing to have in a chart. But you said, like, I love fire. I love fire. <laughs> In China, really positive influences to one another. there are, It's 120 degrees. It's a huge triangle okay. in your chart, which means that you have, so you have this like Capricorn earth and Virgo earth energy that grounds you. It's, and then you have this fire that's like, I want to, I want to do everything I set my mind to. I want to be passionate and I want to create play with that Leo energy there. I want to be fun. I want to be creative. I want to create as much as I can. But then in the eighth house, you're like, I want to create mystery. I want to create depth. In a grounded way,
1: that's pretty incredible. Which
0: is just so incredible that you have two stelliums, which is already pretty rare <laughs> to have three or more planets in one. So you have two, and then you also have a grand trine, super freaking rare, and your Sagittarius rising, which is like I've always said it on my podcast too. If I want to come back, I want to come back as a Sag rising. <laughs> <laughs> Because no matter what you're led by Jupiter and whatever you put your mind to, you can expand. Mm-hmm. So yeah, working with occult, mystery, um, science mm-hmm. also, and investigating things that make you transcend trauma, new beginnings, um, letting go of things that are dead, mm-hmm. right? Very important for you. But 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 doing it in that ritualistic way is very much in, in alignment with your chart. So I just found your chart's so cool, so fascinating, and so on brand with you wanting to, again, like respect earth, respect ritual, while also creating fun and play for other people to jump on board.
1: Wow. That's so cool. I, I learned new things about my chart. I knew I had three or more in Leo, but I didn't realize that about Cashew. Yes.
0: And you have like Uranus. A lot of people born um, in like your age range it's like ninety, ninety-one, they have a lot of Capricorn placements. That's why you just had your Saturn return last
1: year. Right.
0: Yeah. Cause your Saturn is actually in one degree Aquarius, but um, yeah, like you have All of that concentration in Capricorn could sometimes be like you feel the need to hustle, to materialize things, to overproduce, to lean into like, you know, like that money materialistic side. But you have your Uranus there and your Black Moon Lilith, which is like two middle fingers up to society. Like I'm doing whatever (laughs) the F I want. And I don't give a shit what you think of me. Yes. Because of that, like first house placement, so it's really interesting. So the more you actually like, liberate yourself through those themes of like, I don't need to produce money. I I I am whatever. That actually manifests more money to you. That's
1: it's really interesting because everything you're saying about my chart, and of course this has to you with the Saturn return recently. But yes, it's yep. like I've become so much more me, and like healthy to be honest like I don't struggle as much with the anxiety and depression and things the more I've embraced these parts of my chart rather than like push them away and that's what I love about astrology about I don't know a lot about human design but all of these things it's it's not so much about telling you like this is the way you are but it's almost telling you about like you'll feel best when you grow into these and embrace these parts of yourself and then maybe the shadow parts of these signs it's like that's part of the journey of elevating into the really yummy parts of it. And I I love that about astrology and like the way it makes you learn about yourself so you can continue to like, I'm like oh, okay, I need to continue expanding, grow in these directions because this is so affirming for me on the path I've already happened to lead myself on.
0: Totally. And you said shadow. I mean, your Pluto is actually like exactly trying your South node, which is all about past life stuff. So Um, You probably do feel a little bit more trauma from your past life than normal Mm. people and um, working through past life trauma, and then also leaning into your destiny and your karma in this life. is very important for you as well. I
1: feel that. I
0: feel that. Yeah. Okay. I just needed to like share that with you. The fact that like, I mean, I just was so blown away by you in general, but Mm. when, when I looked at your chart, I was like this (laughs) fish, I don't know why I keep saying that is like this Leo Scorpio Capricorn Virgo yes, goddess for it. that is doing what she needs to do in the world. So anyway, thank you for bringing yourself here, but also thank you for doing the work that you're meant to do because it's really up-leveling all of us around. Oh gosh, so,
1: thank you
0: so It was just much. an honor. And um, I want people to go run and get your course Um, You have a
1: few courses, right? I do. I have, so always available is Basic Witch 101 and Intuition 201. So they kind of level up into each other. Um, And then I have a big program that I launch a couple times a year called Activate Your Magic. And this is everything. This is a manifestation course. This is a magic course. This is like, if you want to change your whole entire life, Activate Your Magic is there for you. It's a nine week program Um, you, we have self-paced coursework. We have, uh, live calls. You're in a group of um, incredible witches. I'll be launching that again in March, I believe. I'm wrapping up the current group right now that we've spent about, uh, we're about three fourths of the way through the coursework and it's, I'm blown away by what they're creating. They're starting businesses, they're, um, Shifting really important parts in their love lives and, and all of these things. It's really an all-encompassing course. I'm really excited to launch that again soon. And right. um, then I do, you know, one-on-one calls that are sort of part reading, part coaching. If you, I'm, I'm a manifestation coach, so if you need support with that. Um, so, yeah, there's lots of ways to work with me. And I have my podcast, Goddess Hangs Podcast. Uh, my Juliet, my Juliet, my best friend, Juliet. <laughs> she's Juliet. And I uh, started Goddess Hangs uh, a little over a year ago. And the idea is that, you know, we're relatively new to manifestation, mindset, magic, all of these things. We're only a few years in. So we're sort of bringing the listeners in on our journey of learning more and more and more. So it's a more relatable and fun way to learn about sort of the deeper parts of life. And we have really incredible guests. We're definitely gonna have to have Steffi come on, especially because we're neighbors and you can come in life. It's so fun to have people come IRL to record. So listeners Yay. watch out for that happening in a probably a couple months. So I am at I am Sadie Olson on Instagram. You can also follow at Goddess Hangs on Instagram, Goddess Hangs on YouTube. I am sadieolson.com. I need to update my website, I would just go to my Instagram to be honest. <laughs>
0: okay Instagram and her Instagram is so cute if you like like pink and aesthetic and you have like really fun reels so go check her out check out her podcast as well and all of her course and offerings thank you so much Sadie this was such a great my new neighbor
1: (laughs) my new neighbor I'm so excited
0: (laughs) Sadie is your witch yes loved this convo love you and you guys know where to find me. It's at spirit underscore sis, or you can head over to my website, spiritsis.com, And I will include all of Sadie's links in the show notes. So make sure to check her out and give her some love. And uh, until next time, I guess, stay, stay fricking witchy. Is there a yes. sign off?
1: <laughs> stay witchy friends. <laughs>
0: stay witchy. Bye. Bye-bye.